Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Happy Father's Day. Hallelujah. Um, let me start from what the Bible says in Genesis. It says, for this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother, and the two shall become one flesh. The amazing thing about that scripture is that it was penned down by Moses. So that means a man can actually pick the heart of God. And now Moses was taking us back into creation and giving us an insight into the heart of God for life. A man will leave his father and mother and cling to his wife and the two shall become one. You know, a lot has been said here and at the time he said, we have learned to realize that my space and your space, though they actually exist, but in our marriage, it doesn't exist. It exists to make it non-existence. I respect your space while I respect my space so that there will be no differences in the one space we occupy. And that's why the Bible says the man and the woman will be naked before each other and there will be no need for any shame. And what do you call that? Total vulnerability. And um, because it's Father's Day, let's live more on the man's side. But from time to time, I'll veer into the woman, the woman's side, to bring the balance as it were. I want to tackle this one, the faith of a father. Glory be to God in the highest. Amen. And why would I say the faith of a father? Where would God give an assignment and will not begin to think of faith there? You see, the truth is this. You cannot deal with God at all without faith. If you're going to be in collaboration with God over any matter, if you're going to begin to actualize all that God has done for you and he has made you to be here on earth, you have to understand and walk by faith. You know why? Because you can't see God like you have seen us. And yet, he is real. He's more than real as defined by the physical realm. So it takes faith. Having said that, if you look at the very good instruction that we have in the Bible, talking about marriage as it were, Ephesians 5, you find Ephesians 3, you find 1 Peter. In Ephesians 5, the Bible says, from verse 22, wives submit to your own husband, hallelujah, as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church and is the savior of the body. So therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Glory be to God in the highest. Now, on the side of the man, husbands, 
Mm. Love your wives just as Christ has loved the church and gave himself for her that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. That says a lot actually. Amazing, isn't it? That he might present her to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. Let me just quickly say this. The reason why the woman will feel that Pastor Tyro has a special interest in the women, which of course I do, the men too tell her I have a special interest in the man. He said, why? I'm a man. Because if God tosses a woman on your path, he expects you to present her better. And the closest in terms of emotions that you get from a woman is what your wife will be to you. And so I ask for grace from time to time. When a woman will cross my path, can I present her better? And I ask for grace from time to time when a man will cross my path, can I help him to be much, much better than he can ever be? Can you help me so that when we get there that day and we are kind of accounting for how we've done I will be worth it much more than I even think. I know I'm worth it through the blood of Jesus, but honestly, there's no judgment for Christians except that your works will be judged. It will be judged. And that's why we always tell ourselves and make some things clear to ourselves that honest. See, the way the man can be the best that he can ever be in life is to always realize that you're a caretaker of everything, you own nothing. You know, of recent, I was just thinking of, look at it. You hear today this man is gone, tomorrow that man is gone. The man that ruled the world yesterday, come on. Uh oh. So everything that he has acquired, I feel like praying here. Look, you will always have children. Hello? To leave legacies for. That is, your life will not end with physical death. Though as a Christian, we know that that's the beginning of the other life. Come on, much more in reality because we're living it from now. But much more than what we're saying is that even in the physical realm, even for those who are not Christians, you'll be a reference point forever. Like the Bible says that he's the father of all those who work with iron. Aha. There are certain things and legacies that when you leave, the world will never forget. Now, why am I saying all these? I say because how will a man walk in this path and succeed? Except as he's able to get it from God. Let me go back to Ephesians 5. You think a woman can submit to a man? Come on, what do you mean? The Bible didn't say that women should submit to men. No. It says a wife should submit to her own husband. That's all. So outside man, husband, wife relationship, forget about submission. And submission between the pastor and the church, that's a different submission. It's not you know, pastor, you can, she can't submit to me. Oh. That's the only person. See, that's my daughter. She can't submit to me. It's only her husband. I mean, within the context of the Bible, as far as marriage is concerned. So, you think she can truly do that without faith? Come on, where will salvation come from? The Bible says everyone that comes to God must believe that he is, and he said, Lord, I've been that gent to seek him. And before they say, look, 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 without faith, you cannot please God. You can't walk with God. You can't understand God. You can't satisfy God. 
You can't appropriate all that God has made for you and has made you to be, except by faith. I say, mm, faith of our father's living still. Faith of our father's living. You know, you can go to read, you can go to read the history of that hymn, as it were. It was because at the time, these Christians, these elders were beginning to get killed for their faith like we see happening today, even in our nation. But this faith is a thing that when you have, it cannot die. You need this faith in God to survive, not just to survive, to thrive, as it were. So I said, Father, I remember early in the days, I said to myself, glory be to God in the highest. So now they can call me the father of... Hmm? So in the night when I wake up, I look at them and I say, okay. I go back to bed. Then the question then dawned on me. So your father must have done it for 10 of his children. My father was not in the physical a king. My father was not a millionaire. I'm not sure my father was a thousandaire at the time. But somehow, God was able to help him. Here we are today. Then I will remember my dad, like I said. And then we will gather in the morning, they will get us to pray. We gather in the evening, they get us to pray. After a while, I began to understand their prayer points. And their prayer points were no different from all we've been discussing here today. But God saw them through. The faith of a father. Now, back to the Bible. It says to the woman, he's the head of the union. So, allow us, please. So there will be no schism. Allow him. But see, the woman, submission, is as unto the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the man, he said, love your wife, even as Christ loves. Look, the standard is Jesus. The standard is the Lord. To the extent that you give your life for your wife, how many natural men will do that? By the grace of God, I will. By faith, I will. So how many by faith will? Exactly. By faith, yes, many of us will. But see, it takes the faith of God. Some say, no, no, no. So I, I call it this way. I say, the greatest virtue for fatherhood it's faith. You cannot be a father without faith. But I preached it before that the only thing that God has given you as a man is love. I agree. But can you love like God loves? Because that love is not quietus. It's not ability to sleep with a woman. That love is not affinity for something. That love is a gap power. The kind of love that we love even when, you are, when the physical says hate. That's the kind of love that God is talking about. Where on earth can a man have that? And that's what he says to do to the woman. See, without that kind of a love, I cannot improve the woman. I can't improve nothing. As a matter of fact, that's the kind of love that Jesus, that God has for us, that he sent Jesus to die for. So it's the kind of love that we look at the total opposite, the enemy, and still love them into salvation. That's difficult. It's kind of love that the only thing that will make that person not get born again is because he has covenanted their lives and they said, they now know, and they said, no, uh-huh, that's all right. 
Otherwise, that love will love them from where they are to where they should be. So please, as a man, you have an unusual capacity to produce the best of your wives and children. You do. Even if the world does not come with you, by the time they see the product of your life, they will glorify your father who is in heaven. So the greatest virtue in fatherhood is faith. Example in the Bible. Adam, take care of the garden. Everything you'll ever need, I've given to you. But part of what you'll ever need will include a woman. Ah. Okay. And the woman came and the man tripped. He's crazy. Never seen anything like that so beautiful. But the fall came from there. But the fall wasn't because the woman was devil. No. She had no good understanding. So it boils back to communication. There was something wrong with the man and the woman's communication. Adam understood God 100%. The devil would dare not try them. But he did the woman. Where there was something that the man couldn't pass across appropriately. He said, Pastor, why? He said, it's a communication problem. Had God said, come on, he's coming from the area of communication. So whose duty to communicate adequately? Choose a word and communicate deliberately. I like the way he talks. Don't try to talk one another. It doesn't help. Even when it comes to evangelism, <laughs> Paul will advise me and say, no, don't get into argument because it creates trouble for you. When they are becoming argumentative, you just leave them and come to the Holy Ghost and walk away. And then while we were talking, somebody back on to me, Pastor, we're talking communication. Is there a place for listening? I said, yes. How can I communicate without listening? And he rightly put it, he said, please, pick in everything, but just pick, speak the words that matter. And make sure that intermittently you repeat and repeat. And don't repeat when it is most annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Don't repeat in the bedroom when everything is cozy and is going well. That's not the time to say, I told you. You know that you're looking for trouble. Repeat when you know it will be most welcome. When you know that she will listen or he will listen. Having said that, let me just quickly veer a little bit into this before I can. Yeah. Don't use your children to fight. Your children can try to play in between you. Did you hear what they say? You always make sure that you don't present the other one as bad to your children. Don't tell your children, do this to this person, do this to this woman. Don't do that. Don't teach them how to be bad. There's enough in the world to teach them how to be bad. Don't bring them into your battle line. Okay, I haven't said that. So look at the Garden of Eden. So what happened there? The woman was deceived. The man was not deceived. He knew. He understood enough. And yet, well, because the woman had fallen, perhaps he fell. Forget Adam. Go to Abram, the father of faith, by the grace of God. 
One thing that hit me with Abraham is this. Until Abraham understood faith, he did not become a father. God said to Abraham, pick him out of his family and said, follow me. Please watch this. You know why? Because I will show you a place. And see, this is what's going to happen. I will bless you. And this is what's going to happen. I'll make you a father. Not just a father, a father of nations. Come on, Abraham, you are barren. You have no child. You are 75. You've closed shop. You've concluded your life. No more. Because God says, follow me. Can I say this to fathers? Whatever is dead in your life is about resurrect. In the name of Jesus. Whatever you think is gone and can never walk again. Can you just say, look, I'm following in the steps of him who has called me to follow this path. Believe you me, it will come alive again in the name of Jesus. Why are you so sure? Because that is the truth of the Bible. Now, watch this. When he called him, the Bible said he left immediately. But by the time you get to chapter 15, we're saying, ah, where, when, will it, when is it going to happen? In between, he had gone into Hagar. By chapter 17, he said, look, look, I see, I, what about this slave in my house? That's enough. After all, it's mine. God said, no, 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 don't help me. I have said it. I will bring it to pass. Glory be to God in the highest. So in other words, he stumbled several times and God, remember the time God took him out? He said, count the stars. Can you see the stars with your physical eyes? Say yes. He said, those are how your children will be. Oh, go, see, see, see. See the sands. How many of them can you count? The grains. When he was still struggling, he, he knocked him off. In a trance, he entered into a covenant with him and declared his promise again. Glory be to God. I called you. I will back you up. That's the way God does it. And so if there's one thing a father should understand or a leader should understand if you are God called, faith. Also in 11 chapter 3, in verse, chapter 11 verse 3 of the book of Hebrews, say by this the elders, every day we are becoming elders. By this they obtain good reports, you will obtain good reports too. You know what that means? You will finish where? Heaven will rejoice over you. The earth will never stop talking about your legacy. You will finish where? How? By faith. Because we have come to understand. If fathers have something, they have faith. What is this faith? Your capacity for trusting God. Your ability to trust God. Whether thick, whether in a thick or thin situation. That's it. You think he will leave you alone? And until by the time you are getting to the Later, after chapter 17, chapter 17, he said, and Abraham believed God. <laughs> and it was counted to him for righteousness. That was when everything changed. <laughs> Hear me again. He was first a father of faith before he became a father of nations. And at the height of the test was when finally the son was born and God says, I need a burnt offering. And then it was Isaac was talking about, oh my goodness, uh, you would have thought that he would, no, 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 God, wait a minute. No, 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 no. If God brought me this far, then let me be sure. Is that what you're saying? But please hear me. God is not asking for ritual killing. God forbid in Jesus' name. No, no. He was testing his faith. And by the time he was ready, he said, stop there. 
God is not into cannibalism. He doesn't believe in that. But he now says, now I know the of a truth. <laughs> you trust me. The Bible said he swore by himself. And in the epistle he said, when there was nothing to swear, will God swear by the earth? That's too small. Somebody shall praise the Lord. Come on, because of the Father. Say, Happy Father's Day. And the Bible tells us that, let's get to the book of Hebrews. He said, you know why Abraham did that? You know why he tied the boy? You know why he pulled the knife? He said, because he thought to himself, to tell you where God got Abraham to, hallelujah. He said, because he thought to himself, said, uh-uh, my, look, I was dead. When Abraham said, when the Bible said the man was dead, he was dead. And he said, Sarah's woman was dead. I mean dead, 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 no life. He said, but God brought out Isaac from there. If he could bring him from the dead, from the dead loin and the death womb, then he's able to raise him from the dead, even if I caught him. That was his conviction. And God said, that's it. I got it. You know what he was saying? Because the devil thought he has killed humanity. Now you believe that I can raise him, I will raise humanity. And he used the line of Abraham until Jesus came and Jesus died. And when Jesus died, the devil switched. Hey! The bastard had they known he resurrected. And here we are today. We are the seeds of Abraham. Can you see what I'm saying? Having said that, let me stop and come back to this faith as I close. So if I were you, and I said, Father, what am I going to do myself? Keep a tab on faith. I beg you in the name of Jesus. Keep a tab on faith. Keep your faith in Amelia. Always fired up as a man. Refuse distraction. I chaired several times. What are the common challenges of men? The first one is anger. Born out of frustration. The second one is depression and suicidal thoughts. So in other words, what the devil uses to capture men and capture leaders is fear. Fear of success. Fear of being a good husband, fear of being a successful father, fear of tomorrow, fear of health, fear of fear, fear, fear. But look, what's the antidote to fear? Faith. Don't you see that what you need is your faith? Can I close with this? So how do you improve? How do you improve in your faith work? The Bible makes it clear. But before then, if it's faith, as far as a tiny seed, will do wonders. Yes, but faith sometimes can fail. Personal faith can fail if you forget the basis of your faith. He said, what do you mean? Remember Peter? Said, he said, he said, Jesus said, the devil seek to sift you, Peter. But I have what? I can't hear you. Why? What kind of prayer? That your faith may not fail. So when you see a father thinking of suicide, a father becoming totally hopeless, his faith has failed. Or a leader. If Jesus could pray for Peter, then, ladies and gentlemen, we can pray. And I am praying for you. Your faith, fathers, will never fail. Yeah. Let me say it again. I say your faith will not fail. Yeah. As a husband, your faith will not fail. Yeah. As a father, your faith will not fail. 
in the name of Jesus, I say your faith will not fail. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you will move mountains. Glory be to God in the highest. If anything, what is written on my face? Grace. Well, our backs are with war. He says, then my grace will be made sufficient for you. And he didn't just leave it there with any ambiguity. He said, what I mean by this is this. Then your strength is weak. Then my own strength will be made perfect in your situation. You will achieve what you will never be able to achieve when you think you even have your own faith. But because you are anchoring your faith in my faith, your downtime will be your best time. In the name of Jesus. Happy Father's Day. Shall we rise? Whatever it is that you think has told you in life, that's not God's plan for you. The Bible said of Abraham again, of course, I didn't get into the processes. How did he get through with this? He said he, ne- he considered not what is wrong. Rather, he held on to what God has said. I want you to shift your focus, the focus of your mind, away from the lie of the devil, from the delay, from the torture. I want you to begin to see God and you moving forward, pulling down barriers in the name of Jesus. I mean leveling valleys and leveling mountains in the name of Jesus. I want to see chains being broken right now because the only thing you have is your faith. So what do you do to increase it? Say, by, say, oh, say but look, look, your faith comes by hearing. What you are hearing today will spark a fire in you. And as you get into the word of God, it will get stronger and stronger. And I'm believing God in the name of Jesus at this time next year. Your testimony will not allow us have a service. In the name of Jesus, he will fight for you. You will hold your peace. I want you to pray. I want you to pray. My son, my younger sons came to me this morning. Happy Father's Day. They gave me a book. And I looked at it. It said, understanding the mind of a child. And they gave me a scripture. Isaiah 61, 5 and 6. It said, they will call you the priest of the Most High. I said, at this age. They said, God will fight for you. I said, yeah. Then I began to realize that at their age, I began to have understanding of the way my father was fighting his battle. I told you before, I really want to carry the check for OD to the bank. Primary school. I thank God that children at this age, they understand. May, you, may God allow compassion to develop in your children in the name of Jesus. Fathers, there's nothing that scares you like, like rejection, like loneliness. But when God gives you children that love him and that will love you, you have nothing to worry about. Your children will do you proud. In the name of Jesus. I say your ending will be better than your beginning. In the name of Jesus. By the time you are ready to go, some people when they are ready to go, you see fear on their faces. You will live with a smile. In the name of Jesus. Your legacy will be defined with smiles. Divine smile. So when your children will remember you, they'll remember a smile away. Because heaven will be beckoning to you. The glory will be beckoning to you. Because you will run a good race. 
and you will finish well. There is a gift for you this Father's Day. Your faith will not fail. Your faith will grow. You will live a legacy of righteousness. Bold and, and courageous children. In the name of Jesus. The type that possesses the gates of their enemies. They will be better than you but in every way. Great shall be their peace. In the name of Jesus. I say great shall be their peace. In the name of Jesus. Great shall be their peace. In the name of Jesus. It is well with you. Well with your household. In Jesus name we pray. that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12th Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. PO Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.